Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical, and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. All right, I usually put things into a shot glass, but this one is going to be a little bit longer, I'm sure, because I don't know how I can sum up why relationships are hard in 10 or 15 minutes. So grab some popcorn. This one is going to be in a wine glass. All right, so this is a generalization, by the way, right? It's a general blueprint. Uh, This is not a blanket statement. And my intention or hope for this episode is that, because, you know, we all know, obviously, why relationships are hard. Um, But maybe I'll say something uh, that sheds some light, or maybe you will be reminded. And the reason I want that to happen is because whether you're in a relationship or not, I think many of us, um, we leave when things get quote unquote hard, right? We leave when um, there's pushback or resistance or when we get triggered, right? Our, our, our natural knee jerk because of our stories and the way we're wired and um, because of, you know, fear, because of a lot of things, we initially um, want to bounce. And I want to let you know that all relationships are hard and that whether you're going through, uh, whether you're in a relationship or not, that um, if you are and it's difficult, that, that you're not alone. And if you're not, when you get in one, if you choose to, and it gets difficult, you will not be alone. So usually it starts with obviously meeting someone, you're attracted to this person, And by attraction, I think there's different forms of attraction, of course. Sometimes there's an instant chemistry. Um, You know, attraction is so vague and there's so many different layers, right? Sometimes uh, it's a slow burn. And I've experienced both. I've experienced, uh, usually when we're younger, we experience the instant, right? We experience the lightning in the bottle. And I think... Not all the time, but sometimes I think that kind of attraction where it's just like magnetic and it's, you know, um, it's like instinctual, right? It's it's almost animalistic. I think sometimes that kind of attraction is is dysfunction manifesting in attraction. Um, And I think that dysfunction comes from... Uh, our wiring and our stories and, you know, trauma, abuse, and all of these things where we are uh, attracted to someone because uh, he or she smells familiar or because uh, we are f- trying to feel something in us or maybe it's the uh, um, addict Al-Anon dynamic. I mean, there's many reasons why um, attraction can be extremely, extremely powerful. Uh, and and then you realize that it, it wasn't just because uh, he had a nice butt, <laughs> or or she had pretty eyes, right? It's always something uh, deeper that's going on. And then there's the other type of attraction that is uh, you find someone attractive, and they don't necessarily blow you away, but the more you engage with uh, them, they become more and more attractive. And I trust that attraction more these days because I think that uh, peeling the onion, I think that uh, the discovery the exploring um, 
it's just more safe, you know, and it and I feel like that attraction has substance and there's something real about that instead of the uh, meeting eyes across the room. It's like, oh, you know, and then seconds later, you're ripping each other's clothes off. That that's that's a little bit of a movie magic and a little bit, uh, I think, well, a lot, I think, dysfunction. Anyway, okay, so after attraction, uh, of of course, the dating, and you know, this is the 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 honeymoon stage where there's a lot of dopamine. Everyone's on their best behavior. <laughs> we are we are showing our best sides, and uh, that's always easy, right? So the the dating process usually, when people are attracted to each other, is is a fun, um, it's a fun ride, right? And as you get to know each other, spend more time with each other, then it becomes a little more difficult. Now, where it gets uh, next level difficult is when you move in with someone because now you're really seeing like the 360 view, right? You're seeing um, how they – I mean, you, you, well, first of all, you're with them a lot more and then – which which can be – uh, which can be exhausting uh, depending on your situation uh, – but, you know, not everyone – everyone's different as far as how much personal space they need. So when you're living with someone, um, sometimes we're not aware of that. And then sometimes we can mistake that for someone not wanting to be with us and be you – know, all of this stuff, right? So there's a lot happening. Um, and then also, you know, just logistics, like how someone lives, how someone does laundry, you know, is this person clean? Um, and, and naturally um, – that has to organically uh, become a dance. And, and I think in the beginning, we all step on each other's shoes, right? And then we learn more about each other. And hopefully love is what encourages both to compromise without compromising self. Now, after that, the um, as you start to uh, build a relationship, it actually gets really hard. And this is going to be the, the meat and potatoes of this episode. <laughs> We'll be right back after this brief message. Guys, there's a lot of CBD talk out there nowadays, but not all CBD is created equally. I want to talk to you about Hemp Fusion CBD and adding that to your daily routine, which is going to equal a lot of benefits. Now, what makes Hemp Fusion different than other CBD brands? Well, they add things like omegas, and they do this because CBD works best for your body when combined with other nutrients. So... If you want better sleep, less stress and anxiety, and more energy, check out Hemp Fusion. I'm going to give you 20% off your first order. Go to hempfusion.com, and the promo code is ANGRYTHERAPIST, all caps. 20% off your first order. Ships anywhere in the U.S. Hempfusion.com, all caps, ANGRYTHERAPIST is the promo code. Have a better day. The reason why it's hard isn't because and you know what first of all i gotta say a lot of people um when it gets hard leave when it gets hard you know like i said earlier they um check out or they sabotage and all of that um the reason why relationships are hard is because you have two different stories right so it's not just like how someone choose or the way they or their values and view it's like two different stories and because of these stories, um, two people who are wired a very different way. So that could mean everything from attachment styles. That could mean, um, I mean, even even like, you know, astrology, right? Even like uh, signs, like that could play a factor into it. 
um, attachment styles, meaning the way that you grew up and your relationship with attachment, um, love languages. If your love languages don't line up, that could be challenge, challenging. So what I mean by that is how one gives and receives love, right? So uh, example, um, so uh, my, my and, and you know what, we love in all different ways. So, it, you know, there isn't like, it's not like we all have one love language or two. I mean, we, we can say that we, you know, all of them relate to us, but if you had to pick, right, what, what, what's your main love language? And maybe it's one or two things. So for me, it would be, um, uh, physical touch. That's one of my love languages. That's very strong. And then, uh, words of affirmation. And I don't know if it's cause I'm a writer, but, um, I like verbal, um, love banter i love i just i love you know when when you compliment me that makes me feel good <laughs> so uh and then there's also of course acts of service there's uh quality time there's um anyway there's like five or six love languages um i, I believe there's five and if you and here's here's what's interesting if your love language is say um uh touch and that's how you show and express love. And then your partner's love language is not that, but his his uh, love language is, say, um, acts of service. There's a disconnect, right? And then one may think the other person isn't loving them because they're not speaking in a love language that, that they can relate to. So what do you do about that? You don't break up with the person. You just have to understand. And I think that understanding is what will be helpful in um, not being hurt and not taking things personally. But you understand that someone is wired a certain way and that's how they show love. Uh, and then you accept that, right? So difference in love languages, that's, that's another thing. Um, here's what's really challenging about relationships. And this is what I think most people don't think about because a lot of times they don't even know. It's the shit that comes up, right? So what I mean by this is when you love someone and uh, you guys start to build a relationship, things are going to come up because there's going to be uh, there's going to be arguments. There's going to be, uh, and of course, you know, there's going to be uh, conflict on the on the surface. But usually, it's stuff that's happening underneath, right? Um, triggers um people not being heard um there's a lot of false beliefs we live with right so if, if you have a false belief say let's say you believe that um um all women cheat right and maybe that comes from um i don't know uh you're you're growing up when your mom cheated on your dad or maybe it comes from uh, personal experience, maybe every woman you've been with has uh, been uh, unfaithful to you, like whatever, because of your story and your, your, and because of your story, the way that you're wired, the way that you see the world, and then these beliefs, these core beliefs, um, using that as an example, um, then you're going into the relationship with that belief. So if you believe that all women cheat, you're going to be a lot more suspicious. You're, you, you're going to, um, you know, uh, act differently uh, than someone who doesn't have that belief, right? So you may then uh, check her phone. You may follow her. Like you might start, you know, participating in behavior um, that can cause a lot of tension because you're pulling from that belief, and you may not even be aware of that belief, right? That's just a very sensitive topic because of your story. So 
that's just using uh, just kind of an obvious example. But there's so many beliefs that we have underlining when it comes to love and relationships uh, that we carry into the relationship. You know, um, other false beliefs can be that um, I'm not lovable or that relationships don't last or that, uh, you know, whatever. Or they're, maybe they're contingent. Like, um, if I don't do this, then it means that, you know. So there's a lot of people that walk with those kind of beliefs where, um, I don't know, maybe maybe they believe that if you, they don't uh, look a certain way, then someone's going to leave or, you know, um, act a certain way or whatever. So that is... I think is why relationships are hard uh, because of what's happening underneath. And usually in therapy, this is when we discover what is happening underneath because it's so hard to see that. I mean, especially uh, yourself, but even um, with, with the other, your partner, because if your partner says that's what's going on, usually um, you don't, you usually uh, defend, right? You don't usually say, Oh, you're absolutely right. Um, and that's why you usually need a neutral party to uh, hold up a mirror and a flashlight. So whatever is happening underneath that comes up is why relationships are so difficult. And these are patterns. So if you keep finding yourself in relationships that are uh, similar and dynamic, uh, you know, if the only thing changing <laughs> – um, our faces, then it's there's something happening that uh, either you're doing or that you're attracting. Um, there's there's a certain uh, perspective, thought pattern, or behavior that's happening that is making this dynamic uh, repeat. And so then part of growth is being aware of that dynamic in your relationship, and of course breaking that pattern. And and again, this is why relationships are so hard because it's hard to break patterns. I mean we. Our patterns, our knee jerks, our in, you know, our instinct when it comes to uh, any kind of relationship, but especially intimate relationships, they're like ingrained. They're what we're used to. They're what we feel um, sometimes what we believe love looks like. And when we realize that that's not the case, and that there's you know something that we need to change about ourselves, it takes a lot of fucking work. It takes courage. It takes vulnerability. It takes um, taking ownership, you know, it takes all the all the most difficult things to. I mean, I, I personally think you know, the uh, physical change is easy compared to um, internal change, and internal change because of so many reasons, um, especially because of the uh, the fear and discomfort that comes along with it. Right, it's really scary to do something that we're not used to. Uh, it's really hard to put ego aside, and all of that stuff is required to look inward and to change patterns and ultimately uh, your wiring. And you know the other reason why relationships are hard is because it's not like a, a, ch a change that's going to happen overnight, you know. And so as you're in this relationship, and there's layers of 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 uh, of disconnect and and conflict. Um, two people, because you're only fifty percent of any relationship, two people have to be working on themselves. And so another reason why relationships are hard is because even if you are quote unquote perfect and you're not because no one's perfect, you're only half of this coin, you know? So it's not like if you, I mean, if, if you could only be responsible for yourself. So if you're in a relationship and you're doing everything you can to fix it, 
and and you're doing a great job, but your partner is not doing any work, well, this is why relationships are hard because you don't have control over your partner, and so there's you can't fix it. You you can only do what you can do, and you can change the dynamic, right? Um, even if it's slight, and hopefully that will change something. But at the end of the day, the only person you can change, and you've heard this a million times, is you. And again, that's another reason why relationships are so hard. Okay. I want to remind you, and, I, and you know, I think I probably covered like 50%. <laughs> There's a lot of other reasons why relationships are I mean, add, add to all of this um, temptation, add to all of this your um, history, uh, you know, um, your environment, uh, you know, do you, do you live in a big city, a small town? Is there temptation? Um, add to all of this social media, uh, you know, all the, all the other things that can create drift or curiosity, um, looking over the fence, wondering if something is, uh, if the, the grass is greener, right? So that's just always naturally there because that's kind of the kind of world we live in, right? So, um, Another layer of why relationships are hard. Anyway, whether you're in a relationship or not, uh, maybe the takeaway uh, from this episode is that it's actually not even just relationships. Growth itself is difficult because if you choose to look inward and to examine why you do what you do, to examine why you think how you know why your thought patterns, how you think and why, where this stuff comes from, which is all fifty percent, right? Revelations, um, crossing. Um, I was going to say crossing dots. I meant connecting dots. Um, it, uh, insight, right? All of that is fifty percent, and the other half is execution. And this is where most people drop the ball. Uh, executing change, making a left instead of a right breaking patterns, doing something different um, instead of pulling from what you're used to, pulling from somewhere new, uh, letting go of ego, being the bigger person, trying to understand instead of being defensive, like all that shit, that is really hard to do, right? So when you're not in a relationship, you don't really have to do that because what what do you, you know, unless you are um, going through some kind of rebirth and you are, you know, determined to change because uh, you have lost something, whether it, it, it was a marriage or maybe you lost custody or maybe you, you lost, I don't know, a job, your life, I don't know. But usually people don't change unless they have to. So unless you're going through some kind of really big life transition, um, most people don't change. Uh, the reason why it's hard in relationships is because it's, the relationship itself is going to force you to change. This is actually a really good thing. And this is the note that I want to end on. Yes, relationships are hard, but there's you, there's your partner, and as you guys love each other in an honest way, that is also uh, in a way that is um, not defending, but uh, owning and evolving and expanding and looking inward, inward, you're going to create this thing that is bigger than both of you. And as you guys do that, this thing called the relationship will start to change both of you in a good way. So at the end of the day, yes, relationships are hard, but if you put in the work, it becomes like this incubator that's going to promote your own growth as well as your partner. 
And that process produces glue and makes you guys closer. And that's why people who have been in relationships and they've overcome, you know, so much, um, they build something very sturdy because there's so much trust there, right? And the relationship itself has become this engine that is, uh, that is um, not... I don't even know what the word is. <laughs> Indestructible. I don't know. Well, I shouldn't say that because all relationships, no matter what, uh, can be, you know, uh, can destruct. Um, but you, you've built something that's strong with momentum and it's going to help promote uh, growth for both parties. And that's exciting. And that's something to uh, look forward to. And every time that you do something that is difficult in a relationship, know that you are putting your coins into that machine. You know, you're building something. And that's that's the return. That's the payback is that it's going to change your life in a good way. So, yes, relationships are hard, but the work does pay off. And ultimately, um, nothing will make you grow more, and this is my opinion, than a relationship. So keep working hard at your relationship, and you will continue to grow and evolve and expand. Thank you for listening. Be well. Hey, if you have a passion to help others and want to become a life coach, or you just want to acquire tools to change your own life, learn more about our Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive. We are an evidence-based training program with an amazing, authentic, vibrant community, and we give lifetime support. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coach Training. Hey, before you go... If you like my ramblings and revelations and shares, I am now texting people directly to their phone. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com. If you want to subscribe, I'll be doing weekly texts, five days a week, reminders and also uh, mindsets and uh, exercises and challenges. And every week there will be a different theme, a different topic. So I hope to see you in your phone. And also, if you enjoy this conversation, I hope you help me uh, spread the dialogue and help other people by sharing it. You never know what people need to hear. So if it's helped you, I hope you uh, can help me help others. 